And welcome back for the home stretch here on Real Presence Live. We are so grateful you've joined us this morning, Brad Gray and Janine Bitson. Janine Bitson. Yeah, it's been really wonderful to be back on air with you again, yeah, it Brad. Is fun. It is fun, yeah. definitely. Uh, we're moving along now with this final segment. Uh, we have Stephen Sturm on the line with us this morning. Good morning to you, Stephen. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for taking the time to be with us this morning. Can you uh, tell us a little bit about yourself? Oh, sure. Uh, I'd love to tell you. I am originally from St. James, Minnesota, and uh, grew up there on a dairy on a uh, grain farm. Had ten brothers and sisters. We had a large family. Went to Catholic school from first grade to eighth grade, and then I would a little sideline is uh, in eighth grade. Sister Carmel invited me to be a sacristan. So that was, I'll share a little bit about that later. How that ties in. I then went on to uh, public school. Graduated from high school, worked for a couple of years, got drafted, went, came back, did the GI Bill, went through technical college, and then I did an internship at Stewartville, Minnesota, and there I went, met my lovely wife, Glennis, and awesome. uh, so we've been here for 47 years, and uh, now I'm retired, so that's a little bit about me. Wow, well, that's wonderful. So you're the presence, president, Stephen, of the Sarah Club. Uh, for those who don't know, what is the Sarah Club? Oh, thank you for being able to share that. The uh, yeah. Sarah Club was formed in 1935. It happened when a small group of lay people in Seattle decided to form an organization to promote and foster vocation to the priesthood and consecrated religious life. As a result, they chose Father Unifera Sarah, the great missionary, as their patron, and named the organization Sarah Club of Seattle. Sarahs are lay Catholics found around the world. They are men and women of all ages and from all works of life. Members range from lawyers, doctors, business people, to nurses, clerks, stay-at-home mothers and workers, and fathers stay-at-home and retirees. And they're all dedicated to promote and foster vocations. At the time of Sarah's formation in 1935, there were two great needs for the church. The first was to support dedicated priests and religious. The second was to bring together informed Catholic lay leaders who understood and lived their own Christian vocation to service. And these chains have not changed over the years. Also, the objectives of Sarah are to foster and promote vocations to the ministerial priesthood in the Catholic Church as a particular vocation to service and to support priests in their sacred ministry. They also are to encourage and affirm vocations to the consecrated religious life in the Catholic Church. But above all, they are finally to assist members to recognize and to respond to their own lives to God's call to holiness in Jesus Christ, and through the Holy Spirit. In summary, Sarans are dedicated Catholics who pray for the increase and perseverance of vocations to this priesthood and religious life. Whatever is the need to support bishops, priests, and religious, members of Sarah are ready to move ahead and follow the words of St. Unifero Sarah. His motto was, always forward, never back. Hmm. 
Yeah, I had the privilege of being in California uh, in early July, and it was uh, uh, around his feast day. Oh, yeah. And then to see some of the mission churches that he had uh, founded, it was really, really, really beautiful. So, yeah, always forward, never back. And so can you speak to the power of a simple invitation and what it means to you personally um, (laughs) looking back? (laughs) All right, yes. Thank you very much, yeah. Because I do have to say, I just came back to the dinner, so I hope I don't sound like I'm <laughs> the, the church line. Anyway. No, we just yeah. want to know how, how people can get involved, uh, those listening, you know. Sure. How, yeah, how did it all start for how, you, Stephen? Yeah. Yeah. Well, it, well, as I was thinking about that, it, and, and all, a lot of times, the invitations, I was thinking of the example a lot of times, you know, uh, when we say, that, you know, it's right on the tip of my tongue, it's right on the tip of my tongue, and then somebody says, oh, did you mean this? Or, you know, or did you want to do that? You know, so I sometimes think that it's written on our hearts and we don't know it's there. It's just kind of hiding there. And somebody just comes along, you know, with that, you know, it's right on the tip of your heart. And somebody comes along and invites you. Well, I see that as what happened to me also. That, And so I, I mentioned earlier, you know, that I was asked to be the sacristan to support. And that was a way of supporting the priesthood uh, at a very young age. And so then uh, I think about that, that same thing, you know, that kind of hung there, and I, I really enjoy that. So when somebody asks me about supporting the priesthood, you know, it's kind of like, oh, yes, I do. But I never, you know, just never thought of who or what or how. But it, it really sometimes takes just that invitation and that encouragement uh, to be a part of an organization. And, uh, again, I just I really believe that there are sometimes you just have to have somebody to... Uh, no, let you know that it's there. Mm-hmm. So, what did that that invitation look like for you? You said the the sacristy helping out with the sacristy. Was there someone that invited you to to be a part of Sarah? Then it sounds like the the Lord was kind of priming the pump. He was paving, you know, tilling the soil, so to speak. But yeah. What kind of initiated sure. the process? Well, it, it was way back when I was in eighth grade that Sister Carmel invited me to the okay. sacristy. Okay. And so that's why I kind of hung there, and um, and like I say, I enjoyed that. So then it was later on. I mean, I've only been in Sarah for three years, mm. and uh, but it it just took that long for somebody to say, you know, thought about being a, a parent, and uh, so it was it kind of was way there as a seed, and just had to have somebody come along and notice mm. that that seed there. Uh, mm-hmm. That's. Yep. That's fantastic. Uh, you know, we just want to thank people for tuning in to Real Presence Live this morning. Uh, my name is Janine Bitson, and I'm joined by Brad Gray. And uh, we are visiting with Stephen Sturm. Um, he is talking to us about the Sarah Club and how important it is. Uh, you know, he's the president of his uh, Sarah Club, but also uh, how important it is for us to, to look into joining that uh, to help support vocations. and. Um, you know, holy, holy lay lives. That's right. So, Stephen, you've uh, mentioned that your faith life has grown through praying for vocations. Can you tell us about that? Sure, thank you. As, as I mentioned earlier, a big part of our life is praying for vocations, and so we all are invited to pray for vocations, but especially Sarah's is for the uh, priesthood and the religious life. So in, my, in this case, it's kind of, it, it uh, draws you to begin paying attention to praying, and we do, uh, as you know, so in other words, I've been invited, or in the Sarah Club, we've been invited to Lewis High School in Rochester that we have one day a month that we do adoration and take turns doing that for an hour. Uh, we also have at Resurrection Parish, we have one 
uh, hour a month, uh, or one hour a week that we do, uh, um, uh, one hour a week after adoration there. But also in my own church in St. Bernard's in Stewartville, there I've opted to go to sign up also for adoration. So I think it draws us closer to, um, uh, to adoration. It draws us closer mm. to prayer to dedicate that time to, um, in fact, I spend a whole hour many times just pray, either praying for priests or vocations, which in the past I probably would have done it just in a passing fashion. Mm-hmm. Sure, sure. You're very intentional about uh, those prayers. Uh, yeah, very nice. So for those yeah. listening, you know, right now, um, what would you say to them about getting involved uh, with helping support vocations in their local diocese? I would surely encourage, I just noticed that the, um, you know, as I reflected back, I was thinking back in my life, uh, and when I grew up, uh, a lot of parishes had a uh, parochial victory, or we used to call them the assistant priest at that time anyway. And so then all of a sudden we got down to, you know, just the priest. And now we're getting, you know, we're getting towards that we've got priests that have three, and in one, and in one case, five parishes. Mm-hmm. So, you know, just shows a definite need to pray. So I just invite all, anybody, whether the lay people or whether they join Sarah, to really pray for pray for our priests, but also pray for the vocation to fill those. But because, as a Catholic faith, you know, we're just... We want to ensure the future of our church and to, and to continue to support so that we have the priesthood and, the, and the, to, uh, to celebrate and consecrate the uh, Eucharist for us uh, 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 when, from, from funerals and marriages and, and yeah. uh, uh, daily Mass and Sunday Mass. And it is so important. I I know that there's a lot of uh, pain and heartache when parishes are are, uh, put in clusters or Mm -hmm. if there's closing of parishes. And we as lay people need to understand that we have an important role in feeding the priests into the church, you know, through our prayer and and how we encourage our children to be either priests or religious religious brothers or sisters. Uh, It's just so important um, that we as lay people pray for priests. Yeah, right. There's certainly no lack of call. I mean, the Lord God is is always providing and supplying, uh, but it's a matter that it seems like we're in a time where, where people are less receptive, like we don't have the quiet. And so the, the, the reality of praying for our vocations is, is so important because it actually, um, it provides a grace mm-hmm. to break through a lot of the noise that, that oftentimes obscures that call. Uh, would, you, would you agree with that, Stephen? I sure would, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If we can break out, or, yeah. Just so, by aberration, I think about that. You know, you think that's the silence there that you can be so yes. that God can break too. And so I encourage others to certainly look at that opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. Well, we want to thank you for the great work that you're you're doing with the Sarah Club um, for being on with us this morning and, and for, you know, once again, calling into the, the spotlight, the need for us to all be engaged in this work of praying for priestly vocations. Yeah, and, and I would just like to also uh, just give out the website for sarahus.org. Uh, it's just S-E-R-R-A-U-S.org. And for our listeners, uh, you can look that up. Uh, they have um, ways that you can communicate um, with the presidents and areas of our listening area to find out more information yes all right well thank you so much for being on with us this morning Steve. you're welcome my pleasure thank you very much well god bless you yes